bless them. Another way is to thank them for something specifically um, that God has used them to do in your life. A prayer, a conversation, um, some kind of ministry, just a simple presence. So thanking them for a specific moment where they ministered to you. Um, a third thing, uh, where was it? Come back, come back. Oh, would, would be edification or exhortation. Just something you want to say to encourage them. Something It could be just something you've seen in them, characteristics, um, spiritual gifting. So this could be something more that you have discerned um, in knowing them and just speak it out for their encouragement, for their edification. It could be something that comes to your mind now, like more of a... Uh, that, that exhortation is, and building up is part of a prophetic thing. You're just speaking truth. But another part of, some, of the prophetic is foresight, giving them a word that's going to help them in this time of transition. That might be one single word. You might get dinosaur, and you have no idea what that means, but you faithfully give it to them. You might have the word dinosaur and get an interpretation that God's going to make you guys like T-Rexes and crush your enemies in the land. Um, I don't know. But if, if there's a Bible verse for them, share that. Uh, we just want to bless them, okay? So, um, or, and finally, it could just be a well-wishing from your heart. A blessing like, I pray this for you guys, I want this for you guys. We are going to have a time of prayer for them at the end as well. So, try to keep it concise. Because um, I want to make sure I get all I want to say. And... Uh, uh, <laughs> But I'm going to let you guys go first. Um, so let's go ahead and begin with that. We can have anybody who wants to share from the kids, uh, the, the smaller kids to the bigger kids. So I'm going to put this mic right here. Whoever is sharing, just come up and get it. Um, Matthew, I will never forget you. Um, you're, you've been a big part of our lives. Uh, I remember um, 2020, uh, I asked you if you could uh, marry us, me and Noel, and you said you, you haven't done it before, but you'd, uh, and you said yes, and, and it turned out really well. Um, there were lots of compliments, and no one knew that you, it was your first wedding. So yeah, No one knew. No one knew. Uh, and then my parents back home, they were watching, and they said, is, is he your pastor? Or, and, and they loved you, and we were so blessed and that you got to be a part of our lives. Um, and we're excited for the new journey ahead. Um, God is so good. He has a lot in store for you. Uh, you're just someone that's really approachable, uh, easy to talk to, uh, and I think you'll, you and your whole family will be a blessing to everyone that you come in contact with, and we'll miss you. Um, so when I first started coming here uh, two years ago, we were engaged and almost about to be married, and like the only person that I really knew, kind of, sort of, was Matthew. <laughs> and so thank you, Matthew, for always talking to me after church <laughs> and asking me how school was going, and we would talk for a long time about uh, you dealing with school from a parent perspective, and then during COVID, and then me teaching during COVID, and I really appreciated that. And Jennifer, you as well, and just all the time that you came up and made me feel welcome too. I, I remember I actually met you before Matthew when we, before we even started dating, Adani had asked me to this dinner at the Ferraro's house and that was the first time I saw most of you and <laughs> didn't know anybody and I went and we weren't even dating yet and I was like nervous. But I remember Jennifer, you like came up and talked to me and Merritt was so small and he was just running around and um so that was the first time I felt like welcomed, and it was because of you too. And so we will miss you a lot, and I just thank you so much for the ways you've loved us and poured into us. Who's next? 
Um, I just want to tack on to that one that, uh, where is Jennifer in here? That Jennifer, I just remember a conversation that we had where you're talking about how um, you just want people to be real. And I feel like the Lord is continuing to make that a ministry of yours. Um, and I'm so excited for y'all as you're stepping into um, a new church. Um, and not to not speak of ill of any place, but churches can be really fake places. I mean, that's kind of why most of us are here. Um, and I think that you just as you did for Noel, like that's a testimony to how your ministry has like lasting value in this community because Noel has been such a ministry to us. She leads worship now. And in a season where she, she didn't have, you know, an Adani exactly to claim, you were first on her mind and first person to extend comfort to her. So I'm just excited and I'm praying blessings over how you're going to make a difference um, together with Matthew in, in the next season. And Matthew, um, I felt like the song that I played earlier was kind of for everybody, of course, but like, um, as I was thinking about today, I just wanted to sh say to you, man, that like all the promises that you've carried for this place um, are not going to fall to the ground. And I think that your going out is a part of a very blessing of this land because it's not being held as something that you have to be the Lord of, but you are allowing it to be the Lord's promise. And um, as you go from this place, obviously, I know you're going to be praying that God uh, answers the prayers and promises that you've asked for. But I just want to encourage you to go with courage that I think that um, it's really it's really a testimony to this being in God's hands. And you're a first fruit of people being sent out of here. So as you've been... Uh, in this land, um, I think the Lord is giving a big yes and amen, and you've been a yes and amen to uh, Wilmore. So a funny memory with Matthew and Jennifer. I remember, I think it was Epworth the year before COVID, so 2019 maybe, was that the last so we're in this, uh, we're all gathered down in Epworth in Georgia. It's a retreat that we've gone to for a long time. And so we're all sitting down in the sanctuary and all of a sudden, like, I'm sitting down and I see this child riding this scooter bike right down the middle of the sanctuary. I'm like, who could that be? This merit just pedaling down. <laughs> Maybe you look back at Matthew or something, it was typical, like, you know. Um, but I just, uh, one of the things about Matthew and Jennifer that I think all of us will remember is just, or the Holbert kids, in your all's, just their presence here. I mean, you all, you and you and Jennifer Matthew, but also your children, and how blessed uh, you all are to have children like that. And God's presence, God's spirit is with them. And Merritt, I just, I think his precocious, and I say that in a positive way, just spirit for life. I think that just uh, is indicative of, and I think, Matthew, you've talked about too, which has been so encouraging, of how God has, has taught you to allow, to cultivate that in his life. And you mentioned a story taking him to uh, his, his daycare, preschool, and uh, how you had to go through some stuff on the way there, but God really taught you how to be patient. And I know for myself, um, just as someone who's not a father, but one day you know, will be, I believe, some of the stuff you've shared about how you fathered your children legitimately, man, has encouraged me and instilled something within me um, for real. So, but two, two quick memories. So one with Jennifer, I remember, I think I only went once or twice because COVID came and we stopped going, but I remember um, the revelation study. And I, I remember Jennifer fixing soup and just being so intentional about that and, and trying to develop community and just uh, an ecclesia with the body. And I remember... <laughs> the, the time that I went, it was some interesting conversations materialized, um, but it was good. It was just encouraging. It was, it was a, a blessing to be there with you all, and just a, a servant posture that you all have for bringing people into your home and serving. So really appreciate that and respect that. And, and, a, and a quick memory about Matthew, this doesn't necessarily have to do with church, but it just speaks to his character and who he is. So when I was working for the public protection cabinet and Matthew was looking for a job potentially, um, I, you know, I 
put in a word uh, with someone that I know at the public protection cabinet, and Matthew ended up getting hired on. And it was interesting, like, the one time that I was publicly recognized at my job was because of who I referred to work there. <laughs> so it was like, I'm being recognized right now, but it's only because I referred a guy like Matthew Holbert to this position, you know. Um, but that just speaks to, again, the, there's, there are very few people, and I, I mean this, you know, with all sincerity, who have the type of, like, I, you make the people you're around, you better people's lives. Like, your family, but Matthew, I just want to specifically tell you that you literally, your life betters anyone that you're around. You enrich, you bless, you fill, you encourage, you support, and that's just, you know, you can receive that in truth, because that is true. Um, I could say more, but I'm going to stop, and we'll, we'll have a time for prophetic prayer, I'm sure, so we'll let it flow then more. The word I, well, there's two aspects of what I want to speak to. And one is your family, Jennifer and Matthew and all the kids, because you've been a, a prime example to us of how the Lord blesses the family when they are doing what the Lord calls you to do. So you take your family from your home, your deep roots in Georgia, and bring you here. And you didn't just sort of hit us with a glancing blow. You came in, you dug in, you got involved, you grew. We saw your trials. <laughs> we saw your accomplishments, the good things. And it's just an example for us how to allow the Lord to come in and just be the guiding factor, the stable factor in the midst of what is often chaos. And there are other seminary families here, too. And it's not just seminary families, but it's very frequent in that setting, right? That a lot of times folks come in from different areas and, and have to go through this process. And you guys have just been a wonderful example of allowing your roots to grow deep, to actually expand, literally, physically, as a family, and, and to, at the same time, share and, and nurture and pour into us and it's not just us i know we have been a prime benefit but it's also others in the community and in the seminary family so thank you for that the other thing i have is two words and it's stealth ninja <laughs> uh shreveport has no idea what they're getting and i say that in a positive way because i believe the lord is sending you guys out of here in a way that is going to be sort of under the radar. Um, Matthew, you tend to be sort of low-key in your approach to things. I don't know I've ever seen you really upset. But he, I, I'm sure you do. We all do. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll give you that. But nonetheless, I just believe the Lord is taking the seed that he has planted in you guys and what you have grown in and grown here in and sending you forward into a place that's in desperate need of what you bring. That you're going down there to plant other seeds in there. And it's going to be in a way that will be surprising. I don't believe it's going to be surprising to you. And it certainly won't be surprising to the Lord because he is orchestrating this whole thing. It will be surprising down there. And I mean that in a positive way. So embrace that embrace that because you're going to have access i believe in what little i heard about what you're going to be doing you're going to have access to some people and some avenues that the lord is going to be able to use in a way that's going to be a mighty powerful thing in that community and so just bless you with that Hey, I just wanted to thank you, Matthew, for the, uh, for the blessing that you've been to me, um, for the times that you've prayed for me, for the words that you've given, um, for the blessing that you've been to this community, uh, just for being, having a servant heart, being a earnest, earnest in your devotion, um, constant in prayer, and just a brother and a friend um, to all of us, even though I never really got a chance to know you very well I feel like 
that affection of brother of mutual brothership of 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 uh, fellowship in the Lord and um, as a as a member of this community. And I just wanted to thank you for your for your uh, presence here, for your service, for um, the, for the prayers and uh, that you've prayed for me, um, because the Lord's really touched me through your ministry here and for your and through your time here. So I just wanted to thank you um, and to give you a blessing on uh, as you depart for Louisiana, right? Yeah. Um, Father, I thank you for my brother. I thank you that you are with him, that you go before him, that you've prepared a way for him. And God, I just pray that you would continue to open doors that no one will shut, that cannot be shut. And God, I just pray that you would continue to teach him who you are and to empower him um, to do your works, to declare your name, Lord, to speak who you are to the people of this land. Um, God, I pray that your peace would go with him, that your blessings would go with him, Lord, that you would I just see like like a golden brick road, like from the Wizard of Oz. Um, just a golden path that has been paved and set down in stone before you that's been prepared. Um, Father, I just thank you for your faithfulness and for your love for them. God, I pray for uh, a deepening of um, affection for Matthew and his wife, um, for wisdom and guidance, that his children would be protected, that a hedge would be erected around them, and that they would be, uh, that no scheme or plan of the enemy would touch them. Lord, I just pray that you would have your way in their lives that you would preserve them and continue um, to guide them. I um, was remembering, I think it was in 2017 when you came to visit here. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, living at the Spans and... Um, and uh, yeah, you were in the basement, I guess, just visiting, but, and you got to meet my parents as well, which is, yeah. Um, but just remembering that you um, went from, you know, your life as a lawyer, okay, <laughs> a lawyer, <laughs> so different now, so <laughs> uh, life as a lawyer and with all the, you know, the career that you do as a family, um, with everyone else, and you left that to come here because you felt that that was the way that God was um, taking you on, and and just that um, you know, leaving everything and letting everything go to follow Jesus is always the best thing you can do, whatever the sacrifices or the easiness that it can be. So I'm glad you guys came here, and that I you all got to be part of everyone here, and excited for the rest of your life as it keeps going. <laughs> I've gotten to know Matthew pretty well, but I, I don't know Jennifer and the kids very well, but I do have a word for you, Jennifer. Um, dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, seriously, um, I just forgot it. I looked it up and the, the meaning of it, and uh, saintly saintly and it's not a word that we use these days and i thought that's weird so i looked it up and it's very holy or virtuous so i think that's appropriate uh, matthew the words i've uh, that came to mind for you were dedicated and anointed and uh, they both come across um, very clearly and obviously in your life and uh, so uh, i just remember uh, as I had heard, you were nearing the end of your schooling, and just from talking to you. And um, I said to Tim, I said, man, is there any way you can keep them around here? <laughs> this guy's sharp, um, with a family sharp. So anyway, um, just want to bless you that uh, I know that uh, they are getting, uh, they're getting a blessing down there.
are you guys? Oh, there you are. <laughs> when, <laughs> when I first came here, I was pretty closed up because of stuff that had happened in churches before. And when you all introduced yourselves, you said you've got freedom here, but I didn't believe you. And you know, I'm just being honest. I was just like, yeah, we'll see. And then you, you proved that it was true, you know, and your genuine affection and your genuine encouragement just really opened me up and um, invited me back into the church. So I just wanted to say thank you, and I know you're going to continue doing that. Hey, guys. I have a lot of memories of y'all. Probably some you'd be surprised that I remember, <laughs> but I do have a lot of memories. So I'll start with seminary. Um, Jennifer, I'll remember you and Junia coming in at 6 a.m. and working out together in the basketball gym. Uh, Matthew, I will remember you pushing the stroller across the Wesley Waddle line and the kids almost falling out because you're just going so fast. Um, and I'll remember you being laid out on Davy's office floor. <laughs> Um, let's see, at church, I'll remember little Merritt always in just shorts, no shirt, no shoes, um, zooming, you know, cars down the aisle or running around, um, gosh, there's so many memories. Jennifer, I'll remember the time that you told me that you were pregnant with Maverick. Um, we were coming back from lunch with Karis. <laughs> And I'll cherish the times that we did get to do lunch and dinner together. Um, I remember the times that we celebrated you guys while you were here. Uh, a fourth child, Matthew turning 40, uh, going away for that. That was fun. Um, and then the words I have for y'all is, uh, Jennifer, I have nurturer for you and worshiper for you. Um, Matthew, you just carry the Holy Spirit into a room. Um, his presence just becomes so thick through you. And then Jennifer, I just know supporting a spouse going through seminary, um, he didn't do this alone. And oftentimes you're the neck that helps direct him. And so you just nurture people so well, um, your family and others. So that's where that comes from. I have no clue where to start. I've, I've spent hours and hours and hours and hours with Matthew. Um, being laid out on my floor as the Spirit was literally descending upon us. We couldn't even get up. Um, from the times of just, of just intercessory prayer, Matthew has always been one that gave me permission to kind of press in. I remember when I first met Matthew, the first thing that he would do is he would empty his pockets. He would take everything out of his pockets because he didn't want to be held back to just release whatever the Lord wanted to. And um, it didn't matter who was in the room. I knew when Matthew was going to pray that he was literally going to tug on the strings of heaven in order to, to call heaven down. And I love just, like, he'd get done praying, and this just happened last week in chapel. He'd get done praying, and I'd look up, and people would just be like, oh, so that's what prayer is. So I say this to you, Matthew. You are prayer. That's who you are. I've had, we've had several conversations with this, and I think prayer is what moves the hand of God, and I think Shreveport has no clue what's coming. There's actually an, an anointing of prayer that's coming, so I say be free in that. Um, and I'll also say, Matthew, you have prayed nothing but fire seeds uh, across this campus, in this, in this congregation, in my own heart, in my own life, and I could honestly say I, we would not be where we are today as a church body, but also me individually if it wasn't for what the Lord has done through you. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be weird with you not at the seminary, just me in the middle of a paper doing whatever, you just coming to check on me. So I'm going to miss those times. So there's a piece of, I feel like there's a piece of me that's leaving, which is going to be tough, and it's kind of hitting me little by little. Jennifer, you are a house of hospitality. That's who you are. You are a welcome mat of heaven, and you all have produced fire seeds, and I do believe 
the reason why you've had four children is because you are going to impact four corners of the earth. Um, you will see people going out from your ministry to the east, to the west, to the north, to the south, just like the song that we sing, which we just sang in, in chapel the other day. Um, I was waiting for you to do the hand motions. I was going to follow you. Um, but yeah, I've had the most in, intense, the best of times um, with you, Matthew, just sitting around a fire pit, praying, worshiping. Um, yeah, there's so much more, but I, I want to pray into it when we pray later. So I just, you all have been a blessing to us. And like Uncle Tim said, you will be a blessing to many others. Sorry, I forgot one more thing. I love to watch you dance, Matthew, when you're worshiping. You do it in the back because you don't want anybody to see you, but it is such a blessing, so I pray that you continue that. And then I just wanted to say thank you so much for um, your friendship with Davey and just how you guys minister to one another, so thank you. And last thing. <laughs> you are an epitome of Arete, God's excellence. That's who you are. Everything you do, you do it with excellence. You could be in the middle of a bind, but I don't, I don't know how you do it, Matthew. But you come out with excellence, not just on paper, but actually in person. So, Matthew, the first thing that I thought of as a memory was actually before you came here. It was probably 10 years ago. And you were like, Paul, have you started dancing in the spirit yet? <laughs> and... Um, and I remember your dancing back then, I guess mainly at Epworth. And, um, and so I was actually, I was going to come up and share that too. That, um, you know, I, I don't know how it is like, where you're going with the Methodist church, but even if you're wearing robes, keep dancing. <laughs> um, and, and just that um, for both of you, you, you are um, just really... Um, welcoming comforting people it's, it's really easy to approach you guys and and that's like it's kind of like this subtle way you can suck people in and they're and, and they're, they're just attracted people you know are just going to come to you and so just be yourselves and just you know let let yourselves serve let yourselves pour out what the what lord's given you um matthew i told you this a couple weeks ago um false humility is not good <laughs> um so stay humble but but be bold in who you are and, and, you know, proclaim what the Lord's put in you um, with boldness and with courage and without saying that you're the worst preacher because you're not. Uh, walk in your anointing and, and let the Lord lift you up as you um, just submit to him in humility. So, yeah. I'm uh, really grateful for you guys and uh, the, uh, the mark on my heart that I won't be able to scrub off ever from having uh, your friendship. And uh, so just thank you. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for uh, your ministry. Um, I uh, am profoundly blessed, have been shaped, healed, um, touched through your ministry, your friendship, your kindness, your care. So thank you. Um, the a word, maybe not a fun word, but a word I got for you guys is weakness. I have um, specific memories of both of you being vulnerable and sharing of weakness. And uh, what wh what I love is that. That didn't stop you. Like you've heard all, you've, we've all been sharing of how we've all been touched by you guys. It didn't, didn't stop God from using you. Didn't stop God from using you to make a massive impact in our hearts and lives and to touch us and shape us and move us in good, positive ways to grow love in us. Yeah, we're weak. That's okay. It's okay to be weak. And uh, another word I have is, is friendship. Just continue being friends. Let, I don't know if, I just had the, the, the kind of the exhortation, let yourselves have friends. So I'm not sure kind of what that might be hitting, what, what that may mean for you guys, but I just felt that word, just let yourselves have friends. And that's a powerful way to disciple people, is to just let them be your friend and to be their friends. 
And that's ways you guys have been discipling all of us is just through your friendship. So thank you. And I, and I want to echo Davy's comment about prayer. That's the, if there's any single thing I'll most remember about you, Matthew, it's the way you pray. So thank you for your prayers. Um, Matthew and Jennifer, when I think about both of you guys, I think about encouraging and accepting. Um, that, like, I've never not felt accepted just the way I am, and I've never, like, seen you guys not accept somebody. And I think that that's going to be huge, going to a new church and a new community, and specifically being in ministry, that no matter where somebody's coming from, that they're going to find acceptance, and that you're going to be able to bring out something encouraging um, in their lives or to encourage them with. Um, And I think that that's those are both just like really great gifts that, yeah, like I don't, yeah, you're just very accepting and very encouraging. And Matthew, I can just like hear your voice in my head because of how many times you've said, that's good. <laughs> like when, when somebody shares, you're always like, that's good, Rachel, or that's good, Paul, or that's, that's good. <laughs> and, and just like that, that encouragement that like, yeah, you know, you can just like you pay attention, and you hear somebody's heart, and you're like, yeah, that's good, and I'm just encouraging people in their faith. And um, yeah, there's honestly been times where I've thought I don't really want Matthew to pray for me because he'll just say a bunch of really nice stuff, and I <laughs> and I'm not even sure if that's like what God wants to speak to me right now or something. I mean, that sounds really bad, but it's just like, I could just imagine going up and asking Matthew for prayer, and he would just say, like, all this encouraging stuff that, I don't know. (laughs) That just sounds kind of bad, but. (laughs) Um, And as I was sitting back there, I just had, like, this sense that, um, like, obviously you guys are, like, vital to your children's lives right now, and like you're just in the thick of parenting and um and I just but I just had this sense that you guys are going to have a really big impact on your kids teenage friends like as your kids get older and become teenagers and have teenage friends that you guys are going to have a really big impact on their friends um both of you like that there's going to be things from your own experiences and um even when your own kids aren't receptive that there's going to be times that their friend, they have like a friend that's going through something really hard and you guys are going to be able to step into that spiritual mother or spiritual father figure for them. And you're going to have a teenager in your house, like it'll be at least 18 years before you don't have a teenager. <laughs> and, but I, like, I know it's a way, the teenage years are a ways coming, but, um, but I don't know. I just had a sense that, um, that you guys could even have like life, transforming ability to like impact your kids friends and your kids of course um but that it really requires constantly leaning into god but yeah so i just wanted to say thank you guys for being um one of probably the first families we met when we came two years ago and welcoming us into a new um community and um, leaving a really hard season in Texas. It really meant a lot. I mean, we've had lots of conversations on the on the sidewalk outside our home, getting clarity about something or asking directions for somewhere. And um, the word I got for you was um, open door. And I feel like it has to do with your guys' um, hospitality gift and just how open you guys are to the Lord leading you and how God can really navigate and, and use you when you have that openness in your heart and in your lives. A lot of people are closed doors, and the Lord can't move very easily. And so... I just thank you for your openness and your hearts for family. Um, yeah, and I feel like you're going to be spiritual parents to many people and many kids. 
And um, we need more spiritual parents in this world. <laughs> my, um, I feel like my parents have that, and I feel like you guys have that too, and I can see that very clearly. So bless you guys. Well, I, I don't know if I... I remember when uh, you visited and then when you came and joined in. And I remember being in, in your home one time and the warmth that was there. So I know Jennifer is very welcoming. And, um, and I will not forget the sermons that Matthew have preached here. His humble heart and his genuity even as he ministers and encourages the people and just not trying to be anything other than who he is and speaking the heart of the heart of God to the people. And even though he has been here many times and spoken, I know uh, how, I, I, well, my perception is how Jennifer is stable because if she wasn't, then Matthew wouldn't thrive and be able to be what he has been as as he ministers. So we know well I know <laughs> I know it's 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 Jennifer behind there because a wife can lift or break. So <laughs> we know even though she hasn't been here speaking a lot, we know she has been building and and we can see that and I believe that's what God is going to use her for. Even building people directly and even indirectly as he builds, as she builds her family, her children, her, and her husband, even to reach uh, greater heights and more people. So, uh, and I, I would say thank you so much for all the sermons, all the encouragement, and like many people have said, there is that openness, like when people, when somebody approaches you or when you approach somebody, they are able to speak from their hearts and you are able to listen and you are able to, you, you genuinely listen to people and when they're talking to you, somebody can tell you are not, you're not just, it's not just the body is, that is there, that you are all there listening. And so you, 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 you're welcoming, you are open. And I believe that God is going to use you greatly and like I like quoting this, the scripture in Acts that it's God who designs the places where we shall be so that if we seek him, we will find him. So we know it is by his design that you're going wherever you are going. And I believe um, he, you have an open heaven for you. And uh, he will let you minister because it's, he has designed that you be there. And whether you impact many people, few people know that you'll be there by his design. And whoever you interact with, you, you know, you will always know, you should always know there's a purpose for you meeting and interacting with that particular person. And because you don't know for how long, just pour in into those people because that is the purpose of God for that particular moment. So we, I wish you well. I wish you greatness. Even your kids, they'll be great in the land and they will do exploits for the Lord. And so my prayer for you is that you will, you will thrive and be what God has desired you to be. Because you, you, you came in, you know, being sure where you fit in, you fitted in, and you opened up, and you became, and you are leaving this place, you'll be felt. There are people who go to a place, and when they come in, and they go, and people can't even remember when they came and when they left. But we remember when you came, and we are very aware of when you are leaving. So that means you have been a people of impact. So the Lord bless you and make you great. Let's have just a, a, a pers person or two more. And then if you, anybody else, we'll have the time of prayer where you can say or pray. That's true. Karis just said we could pray at the potluck, which that that's true, because I don't really want. We'll just go with it. All right, I took notes. <laughs> it's not that long. I just wanted to remember. Um, so I remember Matthew and Jennifer before they came here. I remember them at Epworth. 
And I remember Matthew, as, as other people have mentioned, I remember thinking, if there's one person I want to pray for me, I want it to be Matthew. <laughs> Just like, how does he pray like that? It was like machine gunning. He's like, da, 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 da. It's like, it's just, you know, you can't think about that. It just comes naturally. And also thinking that if there was one person that I'd want to listen to teach again, and they always had different speakers, Trav being one of them, but I get to listen to him at home, that I wish it would be you. Um, so anyway, so that was before we really knew you that well, and also before you came. And then Jennifer... I, and I think I've told you this since, but I remember out of all of the different um, girls that were there, there were two, Jill, who happens to be Matthew's sister, and, and also one of Jennifer's really good friends, and Jennifer, that if, I, that if I got to pick to spend extra time with, it would have been one of them. So I remember when Travis told me that you guys were moving here, I, like, I freaked out, and not in a good way, I just, I was so... Um, I need this hand. I was, I was so scared. Like, I, I, I was like, they don't know what they're getting into. And I kept asking Travis, like, are you sure they want to come? Like, are you sure? Do they know what to expect? Like, do they, just like feeling really guilty that maybe we somehow we'd hoodwinked you <laughs> into appearing here. And, um, but then I was just I'm so thankful that you were, that you were being sent here. Um, so, when you guys came, you jumped right on board. You started building a community, I mean, in Callis, at the seminary, with your kids. Jennifer, I remember you, like, joined PTO when they started at the elementary school. Just so impressed. Just, like, started into everything. Um, and also, I've just noticed really intentionally how you guys have poured into yourself. Like, you, you've not just poured into other things, but you've, like, your marriage, you did stuff for your marriage that the seminary had, and you did stuff individually. Um, you just have been really intentional. Some memories were the kids playing at the house. I remember when Merritt put on that um, Tigger costume, and it was, like, sweating bullets, but he wouldn't take it off. He was just running around the house, and Matt went in the dollhouse closet and broke all the chairs, I think, in there. <laughs> he goes... <laughs> And um, I've also seen Match a couple times at school, and he is a stellar student, let me just say. But he is, he's, and he's a leader. He doesn't just fall in with all of the kids around him, which is really impressive. Um, and Junia and her quiet, thoughtful smiles. She's always watching, even when she's not watching. And she's always thinking. And I asked Zion, she said she didn't want to share today, but I asked Zion something that she remembers about Junia, and she said, Junia always makes sure to take care of Merit. And I thought that was really sweet. Um, and of course, Merit, like Robin mentioned, bare feet and running those cars around and just being fun, just lots and lots of fun. Um, Matthew, in addition to your speaking and your praying, you're just such a good listener. I always feel like when I talk to you, like you're actually listening and you think I have something valuable to say, um, and you're just willing to do anything. <laughs> We'd be like, "This needs to be get you know need to get done. Who's going to do it? Probably Matthew. <laughs> it's probably going to be Matthew." Um, and then Jennifer, you're so creative. I mean, anything that you come to. Like, I'm just seeing, like, Galentines. Like, you brought spa things and things to do nails. Like, it just came naturally to you to just pick something up and add to it. And that's, like, anything that you join, you just add to it. You, you bring your stuff. Um, you're so intentional with your kids, with your mothering, um, with your conversations. Whenever I have a talk with you, you ask really good questions <laughs> and they're, they are, they're really good. Um, they're hard questions, and that's what I like. And um, you have opinions that are unadulterated, and I like that too. Um, and then you have, also have in all of that just this willingness to grow um, and hear other people's opinions, which is rare. So also you, you both have brought so many people in like that we've gotten to know and love. So... That's, that's such a gift. Um, <laughs> I think I might cry, and I'm not a cry here at all. Um, but I was just thinking about 
about it tonight, you know, and everybody was sharing. I was just thinking, like, I mean, I know that God supports us and holds us up, and he, um, he doesn't snuff out, you know, a flickering flame or whatever the thing goes. But um, <laughs> I was just thinking, like, how would we have survived these last few years? And like I said, I'm sure that the Lord would have done it, that God would have somehow made it happen, made things happen. But, you know, that's what, like, we can't live and breathe without Jesus, right? Like we can't survive without him and he has made us to be his body. And so if we're able to survive without the people in our church, there's something wrong. (laughs) So, um, you guys were just such good evidence of that for me. Like, I don't know how we would have survived without you. And I don't think that's wrong to say. I think that's really right to say that we can't survive without each other. And what you guys brought was more than just being bodies. Um, you brought Jesus with you and you ministered to us in so many ways. Um, in what you gave up and in what you were willing to commit to when there's nothing there's nothing really shiny here, um, but you were able to sense that Jesus was here, um, and I just thank you for that. All right. Um, the rest of you can say it when you pray. Um I'll start with this. That'll be easier. Um, I had to write a, I I had the opportunity to write just a a short recommendation for Matthew to uh, Dr. Wybra Price II. Um, This individual is the Monroe and Shreveport District Superintendent, missional strategist, the Louisiana Annual Conference of the UMC, United United. Methodist Church. Um, so I just, obviously, I couldn't write an exact, exhaustive list about what I thought about Matthew, because recommendation letter, you just write uh, a couple paragraphs. But I wanted to read this. I have known Matthew Hulbert since 1996. In 2004, we got to know each other in a deeper way. and connected on a spiritual level. In the years since then, we have continued to grow closer. I have come to know Matthew on a very personal level, And he is one of my best friends on the planet. Man. Matthew stands out in so many ways among the people of our world. He is highly intelligent and very intuitive. Matthew has administrative abilities and excellent interpersonal skills. He can handle a lot on his plate and remain a calm, sensitive, and understanding person. He demonstrates kindness and genuine care to everyone with whom he interacts. People feel comfortable and cared for in his presence. Furthermore, Matthew is a man without guile and of the utmost integrity. As for family life, He loves his wife with complete dedication and lays his life down for his children. I've witnessed Matthew in ministry settings more times than I can count. He is one of the most gifted and versatile members in the body of Christ that I have ever known. 
He's comfort, he is comfortable in facilitating worship gatherings. His presence before the assembly puts them at ease and ready to receive from God. Matthew has the highest regard for the scriptures, and he eagerly seeks to cooperate with God's spirit on a corporate and individual basis. He provides excellent counsel to people and leaves them feeling encouraged. His preaching and teaching are clearly God-given gifts. Matthew can teach the scriptures with clarity and insight. He can also speak extemporaneously with ease and unction. He is a team player and comes alongside leadership to support the vision while also contributing vital guidance and wisdom for the accomplishment of the vision. Matthew is overall... One, of the best men I've ever known. I'm humbled and honored to be his friend. Having lived alongside him for the last four years, I believe I can speak with authority concerning his character. Not having him in my life on a regular basis will be a huge loss for me personally and for those I care about who know Matthew. I recommend him for ministry with the highest level of confidence that I can give. Kind regards, Travis Spann. I agree with what Karis said. I mean, their presence has been vital and uh, their willingness to endure it's not it's not without challenge to be a part of what God is doing at dwelling you know I, I don't even think Jesus said no one can come to me unless the father draws them and I believe Jesus uh, has been at dwelling he's the one who started the whole thing and Really, only people can come to him here as the Father draws them. And I, I believe that's what he, he did with Matthew and Jennifer. And he has kept them here. Uh, they've endured. Um, you've endured suffering. Um, and you've persevered. And that's going to set you up well for the next stage. Um, you guys are going to be ready to go through whatever comes at you. And uh, Jennifer, I was thinking about, uh, as the people talked about you, I was thinking about how you reminded me of Ruth. And I remember Matthew, when he was talking about the possibility of coming to Wilmore in such a earth-shattering transition for his family. They both come from that area in Georgia. Matthew is a part of this law practice on both sides of his family. Uh, he's like managing the, the, the law office, just a critical player, was being set up to be the attorney for what, what was, for where? Yeah, for the city of Perry, going to be the attorney there. You know, just a, as you guys can imagine, just an important part of that region. Um, not just not not just his families comes from seven siblings, well, a family of of seven. So he's got six siblings. Most of them are around. Um, lived pretty much right across the street from one of his brothers for two of two of them. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was a huge thing for them to bring their whole family. You've got kids at a you know a tender age not so simple and Jennifer I was just so surprised at the willingness in the the 
the ease with which you responded. You're like, well, this is God. Let's go. And it's almost like, I remember Matthew talking to me. He was concerned that it was going to be, you know, more of a feather ruffling for his household. But Jennifer, as has been said, she was so vital because she was like, go, man of God, and I'm with you. So that's huge. And the same thing now, they've been four years here, and all the family and friends back home are like, well, we get the Holberts back now. Yeah, we let them go for four years of seminary, and they'll come back home. And they're saying, no, we got to go with the Lord. And, and I, their family and friends, their heads are reeling a little bit. Like, well, this is getting a little bit absurd. You guys go to Kentucky, and now you're going to Louisiana. But they're following God. And so that Ruth heart that you have, Jennifer, uh, to just say, yes, Lord, um, I'm going to go where you want me to go, and uh, you're my God, I'll go to a foreign land. That is huge. And the way you have, as has been mentioned, open up your home. I mean, more times than not, when I go to the Holberts, I mean, there's like unknown children just like going through the door and stuff. I mean, uh, I mean, we know it's like the host people, but I mean, not so many unexpected like kids, like, you know, just having their way and Matthew and Jennifer handle it like champs because <laughs> like, you know, they live in a colony over there with uh, so many kids. And so the way they've done that <laughs> and endured the difficulty of the not just like the hectic experience of having kids everywhere, but then all those germs, it's like Matthew's like, well, Merritt's battling, a, you know, a fever again. Yeah, Junior, he's passed it to Junior. Match is all right for right now, and now Jennifer's got it, you know, so many times um, because their, their kids are in school with all the other kids, and then the, the kids that maybe they're not around at school are coming in from Callis Village. So you guys have endured all the germs from kids, and you've handled it like champs. But um, I'm so, so grateful. And as Davey said, I don't, I don't know, you know, how, how, hardly how I could start or finish. But, uh, you know, Matthew and I, if you didn't know, uh, I mentioned there we met in 1996, and he was just a couple years ahead of me. But uh, I remember I would see him at Epworth, the camp we would go to in Georgia. His uncle runs the ministry and is a spiritual father of mine. Um, and so my interactions with Matthew were minimal, but I just knew he, who he was. He was one of the Holbert guys right in the middle of the seven siblings. But it was in 2004, we both got touched and our lives changed the same night. And I didn't even know that till years later. But we both had life-altering experiences in the same room uh, the same night, August 7th, 2004. Um, and, <clears throat> I mean, I trace my life back to that moment. I trace my relationship with Karis back to that moment. It, two weeks later, I met Karis, and the rest is history. We've been together for going on 18 years. Um, and since that point, uh, Matthew's played such a special role in my life. You guys might not know this. Matthew played a role in the, the starting of dwelling ministry. On August 8th, 2008, he got uh, a word from God, and he wrote it out regarding solemn assembly. And he just, God put it on his heart that they, God was calling people to meet without an agenda just to seek God's face. He typed this up and he said, and somehow this relates to Travis and what he's doing in Kentucky. Uh, what he's going to do in Kentucky. We weren't even living in Kentucky at the time. About a year later, actually at the beginning of 2009, he emails me that word. And at the time, I just started meeting with Michael and some other guys, just a couple other guys, and we were having what we called solemn assemblies. And I was like, I showed my buddy Derek, I was like, dude, look at this word. This is from Georgia, like, last year. And it was on August 8th, and August 8th was an important date for me and for Derek. He's like, no way, yes, the Lord's with us. Um, and so really, that word, Matthew had no idea that 10 years later, he would be packing up his family and coming to Wilmore to play a, a role in that very thing that he foresaw. 
in 2008. Because that's really the essence of what we are here. As Kara said, we don't have a lot of shine and we don't even serve coffee anymore. Um, that with the COVID, it kind of got us out of the rhythm and we're like, you know, we don't want to do it in here. That's, they don't want coffee in the sanctuary. We don't have any, we don't even have coffee and Jesus. We just have Jesus. Um, and sometimes the way he presents himself here is offensive. And sometimes I and the rest of us don't facilitate him perfectly. And so we like give him a bad name. You know, I don't think we do that a lot, but it happens. But we are a solemn assembly. We have a sincere, solemn heart, a, a serious heart. Jesus, we want you. We're kind of pitiful, but we really want you. And so I just thank you for that word from 14 years ago. And I thank you for being faithful to respond to that. And... Um, I thank you for coming up, uh, for being bold enough, because it's out of Matthew's personality, to call me up in 2017 uh, and say, can I come stay at your house? I just feel like the Lord is drawing me to, to go to Wilmore. And so in May of 2017, I took him on a little tour. I just, imagine this, I talked his ear off for like two or three days, showing him all the key spiritual uh, locations of Wilmore and sharing with him about at that time, 12, 13 years worth of stuff God had put in my heart for this region. So I'm just like throwing it on him. And I'm used to like people getting 0.7% of what I say or like 1.2%. Uh, and Karis tells me, you know, you got to slow down and wait for them to like respond. And <laughs> I just don't know how to turn off the fire hose sometimes. God's helping me. But Matthew regurgitated like a very high percentage. I'm like, dude, how are you remembering this stuff? But God put into his heart, it, I knew it was God making that stuff real to him. So he brought his whole family and he came and he sowed not just a dwelling to this whole region. And he did anything that was asked of him. And so I just thank you guys. Um, this season has been so special with you. And, and again, there's so much more I could say. Uh, but I want to give the rest uh, a chance to pray. But we are going to miss you deeply, miss you dearly. We're going to miss Match and Junia and Merritt and Maverick. We're going to miss you guys. Um, you're just an irreplaceable part. But I'm trusting that God is going to be faithful to you guys. All his promises are yes and amen. Just as he said to Joshua, he will give you every place where the Spirit uh, sole of your foot treads. I believe that's going to happen. And, uh, and I believe God is going to be faithful to us in our unfathomable, Holbertless state. I believe He's going to show Himself faithful to us. Um, one more thing I have to say. That day that I took Matthew to the tabernacle, which is the place where Laura first visited us. Matthew prayed that day. We went in there and prayed. And uh, actually, Matthew said, I think we should pray here. And I was like, all right, great. So he just started doing his prayer thing, as you know Matthew does. And one of the things he, he first prayed, he just started calling people. I call people to Wilma. I call people to dwelling ministries. And he's like snapping his finger and, you know, walking back and forth, calling people in. And I had an unction in my heart. I'm like, his prayers are powerful. That was May of 2017. When, when did you guys? So May of 2017 is when the Ferraro family came. And, you know, the, the, the place they are in, in the midst uh, of what we're doing here is so special. So I believe his prayer brought in the Ferraros. And it was about a year later when I met them and, and when they started coming to Dwelling. And, you know, I believe his prayers that day were still living and active, and they drew Laura in, uh, you know, a couple years later. And it wasn't until two years later that we even met in that place in 2019. So it, your role has been vital, Matthew. And as has been said, I believe you're going to have even more authority to pray for dwelling and for this region when you leave. Let's pray for them. Guys, come on up. Um,
We said a lot of things to them, so we're going to keep this prayer concise. And if God comes and baptizes us with fire, rest assured, I'm not going to throw water on that, and I'm not going to let anybody else throw water on that. But if he doesn't overwhelm us, we're going to be good stewards of our time and, uh, and your time. So come on up.